재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Springs on the way Cold weather stays Warm up with some stew We've got some goulash for you It's cooking style Yes, welcome to your Friday feast. We'll give you a recipe to tickle your taste buds for cooking style. And yes, uh, be careful to not get the goulash on your mustache. Ooh. You'll have to wash your face. We, oh, yeah. Sorry, it didn't quite work. It's okay. Yeah, we are talking about goulash. And now, Bajaj, you confessed at the very start of the show you have never had this before. Never had it. Uh, I've heard about it. Okay. But I've never made it as well. Goulash, basically what it is, it's a soup. Or a stew of of meat and veggies seasoned with paprika and other spices. Uh, It originates from Hungary. And it's a popular meal in in other countries in Central Europe, Eastern Europe, the Netherlands and Belgium as well. Yeah, I I think you'd be surprised how similar it is to Korean food as well. Because we all have these hearty meat and vegetable stews. Like tongues and chigas. Exactly. So the ingredients, the spices are sometimes a little bit different. But the the essential method of cooking is similar. So we've we've got a simple recipe. But before we get to that, we'll talk about the origin of goulash. It actually comes from the Hungarian word gulyas, that means herdsman. Um, And uh, it signifies the soup made by herdsmen. It came back maybe the 9th century when herdsmen would be off and, uh, you know, going on long journeys. And they would want to prepare a supply of meat before they left home. So they, they cooked the meat, they seasoned it, along with onions, in an iron kettle over an open fire until all the liquid was gone. And once it all dried out to sort of jerky, I guess, this mixture was stored away in bags. And when they were ready for a meal... They would uh, boil up some water, add it to the meat, and it would create a quick and warming simple stew. So by the end of the 19th century, uh, Hungary was still under the Habsburgs regime and ruled by them in almost all questions. A general concern of losing their cultural identity arose among Hungarians. So in fact, they felt the need of protecting anything related to their cultural heritage and nation. Uh, maybe their language, uh, national dances, customs, traditions, gastronomy, uh, and that includes their food. So what originally started out as a meal born from necessity has today become a national specialty with a number of uh, alternative variations. So most common is the inclusion of Hungarian paprika, which was added during the 18th century and is seen by many as an essential feature of the dish today. The addition of tomatoes, however, was made during the first half of the 20th century. And I think nowadays people start putting macaroni in it as well. All sorts of things. Now, have you have you ever used paprika no um in indian food i think okay so it's basically it's like chili powder but uh, but it doesn't have to be hot you get hot paprika and you get sweet paprika it can be smoked or it can be unsmoked there are lots of different kinds so uh, you don't have to use it you can just use chili powder as well we've got a simple recipe for four people you will need two tablespoons of olive oil about 700 grams of stewing 
steak cut into chunks, 30 grams of plain flour, a large onion thinly sliced, two cloves of garlic finely chopped, one green pepper and one red pepper de-seeded and thinly sliced, two tablespoons of tomato puree. You can have a, a fresh paprika, which is like a, a red pepper, or you can use the powdered stuff. Two large tomatoes diced, 75 millimeters dry white wine, but you don't have to use it. 300 millimeters of beef stock, two tablespoons of flat leaf parsley chopped up, some black pepper and 150 milliliters of soured cream. So first step is first, you got to warm up the oven to 170 degrees Celsius. Or if you got a gas burner, maybe the level to maybe three or, or medium, sure. I guess, should we say. Uh, heat one tablespoon of olive oil in a, in a casserole dish or heavy base saucepan. Sprinkle the steak with the flour and brown uh, very well in batches in a hot casserole dish. You want to set the browned meat aside after. Okay, then you add in the remaining olive oil. You're going to fry off your onion, your garlic, your green pepper, and your red pepper until soft, about five minutes. Put the beef back in with uh, the tomato puree with the paprika. Cook, stir for a couple of minutes, then add in the tomatoes, the white wine, the beef stock. You want to cover it. You then bake it in the oven for an hour, hour and a half. You can cook it on the hob you know, on the top of the stove, but you'll have to keep stirring. Um, uh, That'll take about 45 uh, minutes to an hour. uh, And you want to remove the lid after about 45 minutes if you're cooking both in the stove or in the oven. Sprinkle it with parsley, season well with salt and freshly ground pepper. Stir in some soured cream and you got yourself a delicious goulash. Serve with some rice or some crusty bread or some macaroni or pretty much anything you like. Yeah, have you ever had this before? I have, and it is delicious. I would highly recommend it. Spicy or sweet? Uh, I like a little, a little bit of heat, but not too much mm. and plenty of sour cream. Yeah. Oh yes, it tastes delicious. It's the end of part three. We'll leave you with uh, a traditional Hungarian sort of a song. It's the guitar quartet of Brahms. Hungarian dance number one.